uh, the offensive coordinator of Utah State Aggie football, an offense that lit up the scoreboard last year and looks to do the same this year. And the offensive coordinator, Coach Anthony Tucker, joins us here on the Full Court Press of 106.9 The Fan. Coach, hi, how are you? Hi, Coach. I'm doing great, man. Just uh, just finished the uh, quarterback meeting, getting ready for uh, practice tomorrow. I'm doing great. How you guys doing? We're good. We're good. We're doing well. Hey, Coach, let's start there. Uh, your quarterback, I mean, you got Logan Bonner coming back uh, this year. Obviously, he's out right now during spring ball. Uh, and then you got Cooper Legault, Levi Williams. His quarterback room is incredibly talented. What have you learned of these guys, the backup quarterback, I guess, situation, uh, Cooper and Levi so far? What have you learned of them early here in the get-going? Um, I think, man, really just how capable they are, they both are. You know, obviously, we know uh, what we have in Logan. Um, and he's doing really well. Um, but Coop, uh, Cooper Legat, I mean, he, you're talking about night and day and leaps and bounds in his development just over the last year. I've been really, really proud of him um, and, and, and the work that he's put in here over the last year. And I think, um, you know, just the opportunity and really, you know, by default, you know, the opportunity for him to come in um, late in the season, and you know, you know, obviously a big game for our program, and to come in and, and play the way that he, the way that he has, really uh, kind of propelled him into this off season. Um, and he, you know, I have all the confidence in the world in him. Um, Levi, obviously a, a, a very talented um, addition to our room that, um, you know, has come in and learned what we're doing. But I mean, just from we're, we're getting ready to go on practice nine tomorrow. Uh, from practice one to practice nine, I mean, it, it, he's he's been awesome. Um, so, you know, I feel really comfortable with, you know, last year we played with three quarterbacks, and all three uh, had to win games for us. Um, and I feel like we're in a position where uh, we got three guys, and obviously we got Logan, who's a senior. Uh, we got three guys that are very, very capable uh, to run this offense. Coach, uh, regarding Levi, from the outside perspective, he looks like he's a very similar style of quarterback to Andrew Peasley, who you had in your system last year. How similar is he to Peasley, and how different is he from uh, how he played? Um, you know, and I love Andrew, and I love Peace, um, and and uh, you know, we didn't, we I mean, we didn't want him to leave, but uh, we feel really fortunate to that, that Levi, you know, wanted to come and be here and be a part of our program. Um, but I guess the similarities would be, you know, athletically, um, they're both, they both have really good legs. Um, you know, in the meeting rooms, they're both very, you know, highly intelligent, uh, smart guys that, you know, both, both guys, I mean, Levi fit right into our culture, um, you know, personality wise with who we are and, and how he's, he's kind of assimilated into our team. Um, you know, so in, in that respect, just the athleticism, I think, um, you can compare the two, uh, the thing about Levi, Levi's six, five, two thirty. Um, and has an enormous, enormous arm. I mean, uh, and so there's some things that he can do, you know, as far as just arm strength. Now, Logan's got a big arm too, <laughs> but Levi's arm is, is ridiculous. Uh, just how strong he is. He's a big body guy. And you don't necessarily get, you know, the type of arm strength that, that Levi has from a big body guy. Um, but, uh, he has that a little bit of an ace in the hole, man. He can really, he can make every single throw on the field. Um, the biggest thing with him is just kind of learning our, learning how we do things, uh, learning the details of, of what we teach in the quarterback room because um, systematically it's very different than where he came from, and that's the reason why he wanted to come be a part of what we're doing. 
Um, he, he wanted to, you know, he was interested in, in changing uh, the way he was being developed. Not No disrespect to what they're doing at Wyoming because they do a great job. But, you know, our system is different offensively. So um, just those things. But he, he's really, really athletic, very, very smart. He's got an enormous arm. Um, and he's still young. You know, he's got three years of eligibility. So I think he has a really high ceiling. Um, and, and like I said, all three of those guys, um, I wouldn't have, you know, come come September, um, if any of those three guys has to play at any point during the season, I feel like we're in good shape. Hey, Coach, God willing, uh, Logan Bonner stays healthy throughout the season and is able to play throughout the whole entire season, I should say. Uh, when do you make a decision on who will back up Logan Bonner? Um, I think, you know, come get a, get a, we have time till fall camp, um, we go through spring ball, uh, get through the summer workouts and all the work and, and things that they put in. Um, and then really the competition uh, really continues that the next part of the competition is, is fall camp. Um, and then when you start getting close, you know, when you start getting close to game plan, um, you know, usually a week or, you know, a couple weeks before um, you go into your first game and you kind of have an idea of, of, uh, of where you are. And then, you know, then you have to, you know, plan your practice around that, the rep count, those types of things. But there's still there's still plenty of time. Um, competition never stops, um, and you know, you know, you gotta once you're the guy, whether you're the first guy, the second guy, or the third guy, you have to continue to show up and compete every day. So um, there's really nothing annoying for anyone. Um, you gotta you gotta come in, and especially at the quarterback position, there's a consistency and and a standard and development that. that demanding development that, that has to be there and has to be there every day. And that was, to me, why I'm so proud of the, the room last year is because there was a first guy, a second guy, and a third guy, but they all prepared um, themselves every day and every week and every day of practice um, to be the guy. Um, and so that's why we were able to um, sustain some you know injuries and times where guys couldn't play and stuff like that, and those guys stepped in and did a really good job. Again, we're talking to offensive coordinator Anthony Tucker for Utah State football. Certainly, the the success of the quarterback is greatly determined by who's in front of him, what kind of protections that they can you know achieve. Uh, what is that offensive line looking like so far with some of the new guys that are there, and just the development of guys that are coming back? Well, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I feel better at this point this year than we did last year. Um, I think. You know, a year in the program. I mean, we're not, we're not. You know, obviously, we're teaching every day, but there's a. Obviously, we have we got four of the five starters back, and we got five guys that have five or six guys that have started games that are back. Um, so obviously, that is that's a good thing, um, and we're not changing the system. You know, we're building upon from last year. Um, so you have guys who, have, you know, some familiarity and guys who, you know, played in 14 games last year. And, and a lot of them back. Um, that's always a good thing. Um, and and then the guys who uh, that are starting to emerge that you know maybe didn't contribute as much last year. Um, now they're starting to take uh, the forward steps that we need. So you feel better about what you have in that room, and then some young additions that that we feel really uh, fortunate to have. Um, and I feel really good about those guys. Coach, what did, what does the running back chart look like right now? Um, and we have. I mean, we still got. Uh, Dalvin Tyler back, uh, John Gentry, um, you got Lake uh, back as well, Makakona, um, uh, and uh, Cooper Jones. So, I mean, we have a bunch of experience back. 
Um, you know, obviously with, with this day and age in, in college football, I think at every position, just like we did in the quarterback room, um, just like we did in the, at the, in the receiver room, um, you're always looking to see if, you know, if, if maybe there's an addition, uh, uh, you know, sometime in, in this calendar uh, before the season starts where maybe you add some depth or you add a difference maker to, to any spot on the offense. But I feel good about what we have coming back in that room. You know, obviously, our, um, you know, uh, Calvin had a great season last year, and John had some moments, and, and uh, Lockie was, uh, you know, Lockie had some moments as well. So I feel good about, I feel about, good about where we are there right now. Coach, last year your offense produced three wide receivers who scored ten touchdowns or more. That's unheard of. I mean, it doesn't happen very often. But those three guys are all gone. You've got an interesting mix of of players coming back. Uh, who we're excited to see them take their next steps in, in this offense, but also some really exciting transfers who we're hearing some really good things about. Uh, how would you assess that wide receiver room and how that wide receiver core is developing for you so far? I feel good about I feel good about the room. I feel good about the guys who are coming back who have a year of experience in our in our program. Um, you know, obviously losing three of you know the best guys in the conference. Um, and, uh, you know, production and everything that they had. I mean, that, you know, you have to have an answer for that and you have to address it immediately. And I feel like we did a really good job of, of that. And, and we've got the right, we brought in some guys here that, um, that have made an immediate impact into that room. Um, and so I feel really good where we are. I mean, you know, we, we were kind of in the same place last year. You know, we brought three guys in this year. We we're in the same place last year and we come in and we're installing an offense to three guys that never run the offense before. You know, nobody knew who Derek Wright was until about third or fourth game of the season. <laughs> um, so the development and the and the and, and the detail of what we're doing, man, it's a it's an ongoing thing. It takes a little while in our offense to really, really kind of figure it out at that position. Our receiver coach Kyle Suffler does a great job of teaching. Um, and, and this is, you know, again last year at this time, everybody on all, you know, Coach Suffler was learning a new offensive scheme, a new offensive system. So now he's got a year under his belt. And so his teaching is, is takes another step. Um, he was in, you know, he did a great job um, everywhere that he's been. Um, and so, um, you know, I have all the faith in the world that those guys will be exactly where we need them to be uh, come kickoff in September and, and late August. Uh, but I, I will say this, that there's been a huge, uh, over the last eight practices, you can see those guys getting better and better and better every day. I feel really good about the guys we brought in. I feel really good about the guys that, are going into their second year in this in this system. Coach, your offensive line dealt with a lot of injury issues throughout last season, which was really unfortunate. They hung in there for the most part. What does your offensive line look like this year? Has there been some depth built into that so you guys have, in case uh, you guys run into any troubles this year? Well, I think that's always, you know, um, anytime you go into a year, you want to have depth in your in your offensive line, and, and I'll bet you if you ask Coach Bondi, you want to have depth in your defensive line. That's where it starts. Um, that's where it really starts and ends. Um, and so um, I feel like we're, you know, I, I don't want to talk about health too much because, and I'm not superstitious, but I don't, and I don't want to start knocking on wood. We're, we're in a good place right now. <laughs> we're in a good place right now, uh, health wise. Again, I, I do think there's been some good depth that's, that's being built in there. Um, a lot of it has to do with experience. A lot of it has to do with the younger guys uh, that are again going into the second year of this. You know, the same program, same coaching staff, same offensive scheme. Um, you know, you you hope to make a jump in that second year, and I feel like we can. 
Coach, one position group we haven't asked you about yet is the tight ends. Uh, how do you foresee that position used in this offense? You talked about you know, uh, you know uh, rolling out more details and, and new wrinkles in this offense as players learn more of it. How do you foresee that tight end spot being used in your offense this upcoming season? I understand some of that can also be based on what talent you have available, what your personnel situation is, but how do you see that position in your offense this year? Honestly, I think it's it's probably, and, and people on the outside would know this, to me it's it's one of the most important positions on, on our offense. Um, it allows us to, you know, when you have a, a strong tight end room, with everything that we do in the run game, everything that we ask those guys to do in protection, um, you know, if you have the if you have a guy that that um, you can spread out and you can throw him the football, all those things are really valuable. Um, it, it forces you. And, and the thing, the other thing about the offense is, you know, there's some guys who are going to have one skill set. There's going to there's going to be some guys who are going to have both skill sets. You have some guys that are really really good um, as far as the, the heavy lifting, the run game, the protection, the banging. Um, you have some guys who are really good in space, uh, ball skills, um, athleticism, and um, if you if you have a guy that can do some of both, uh, that makes it a lot harder on defenses because you don't have to change personnel to uh, to scheme certain things. Um, you can kind of keep the same personnel on the field. So, but the good thing about the offense is, is uh, we got enough that we can t- we can use any one maybe one guy's a little bit. You know, maybe a little bit deficient in one area, he can still play for us. Maybe a guy's, you know, a little bit more efficient in another. I mean, he can play for us. Um, ideally, you want a guy who can do a little bit of both. Um, and, and so, um, but it's it's our job, and it's just like in every other position. You, you gotta. It's about players. It's not plays. It's our jobs to find out what guys can do well, um, help them develop in areas that they need help with, um, but also not putting them in positions that that are not, uh, you know, not suited to their skill set. So. Um, that's a really, really tough position to recruit. Um, it usually has to do with development. Um, I feel like we do have some guys in there that are going, again, you know, this is the second year. I feel there's some guys in there that I feel really good about in their development um, that I think you'll everybody else will like watching as well. But uh, I've seen some, some progress in there, and there are some guys in there that maybe you didn't hear from much last year because Carson was such a, uh, an instrumental part of, of our offense and, and the veteran there. But there are some guys in there that I feel really good about. Coach, you may have answered this already, and if, if so, then I greatly apologize. But with some additions to your offense and yet guys returning back, do you at all add anything into the offense that is different from last year that you feel like you guys can comprehend and use and understand? Yeah, I think there are things that when you come out of a long season, you know, you have some time to kind of, reflect and you know um, on, on what you did and where you started and then where you finished um, and then there's some things that you know for me uh, that I'd, I'd like to continue to build um, with what we're doing um, again you have to have the right pieces there um, but there are some things that, that I think that you know uh, we're, we're going to be you know foundationally the same but there's always little cause if you look at us from game one and you look at us in game 14 there's a lot that went on with with our offense and, and the things that we were able to get to. Um, but the most important thing is, is when you come in, you have to build a foundation of what you're doing. Um, and then sometimes your personnel will dictate uh, how that foundation is built. Um, but I think we're moving in the right direction. There are some things that we're going to play with and, and everything, but it has to be within uh, the confines of what we can do because we are a little bit different. 
I said we're a lot, a lot a bit different than, than what some other people do in the pictures and things that we present. Um, but yeah, there's there's some things that, and, and I call it in our offensive staff room. You know, when we get in the lab, and there's certain things that we want to lab a little bit uh, during spring ball to play with to see what we like, what we don't like, and to kind of um, you know brainstorm on the things that and how to make things better. Some of the things foundationally, and some of the things that we want to build on. Coach, we we heard some interesting comments from. Uh... Coach Bonda the other day when we spoke to him, just your relationship with uh, with head coach Blake Anderson, things that he's gone through in his personal life for the last few years and certainly over the last few months. Uh, what's that been like for you to to work with him and sometimes kind of carry the load a little bit while he's away dealing with some of the family tragedy that he's had to deal with? Yeah, you know, um, you know, the, the thing about Coach Anderson is he he's done a you know he does a great job of you know, building the infrastructure of the program. Um, and so um, we have enough in the building where, um, you know, obviously he's he gone through a tough time where, you know, he needs to step away. And, and it's as far as in the building, um, we don't, we don't, we're not going to miss a beat. Nobody wants to let Coach Anderson down. So um, that, that's something that, that can be that's taken care of and he doesn't have to worry about and didn't have to worry about um, at the end of the day. Um, we just wanted to make sure that we put it, put our arms around him, um, and for whatever it is that he needed at that time, um, and whatever he needs, you know, today and going forward, he, he's going to have those things from us. Um, and that's based on how the, the people in the building. And there's a lot of long, long time relationships in this building, myself included, with him. Um, and so, um, you know, a lot of this, and we, we can get caught up in this, man. But there's a lot of things that, and and the way we run our program is. is it's it's bigger than football, you know what we're doing here. It is bigger than football. Obviously, we're here to uh, to win games and and uh, fairly unfairly. That's how you're going to be judged. But at the end of the day, uh, the relationship, peace, um, and and really, people talk about family, but it really is a family here. Um, and so, but it's about those things first. Um, so, but <clears throat> uh, Coach Anderson is 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 a strong man that I've ever I've ever been around. Um, and so. But we're here, um, and he knows that um, when he needs us. Coach Tucker, offensive coordinator for Utah State at your football, joining us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, final question here. Uh, look, with all your success from last year in the offense, the way it was ran and the records you guys were able to set offensively was impressive. I'm sure you got some phone calls from other schools asking for your services over there. What kept you in Logan, if I could ask? Um, you know what, man? This is where I'm, I'm supposed to be right now. Um, I love what we're doing here. I love what we're building here. Um, I'm not the type of person that looks over the fence. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to do as great a job as I possibly can and improve and where my feet are. Um, I'm, I, I feel really fortunate to, to come to what we call work every day and be around some people that, that I truly love and, and love being around. Um, and then we have a bunch of great young men that I have opportunity to, to coach every day and, and spend time with. So I'm not really not the type of person to look over the fence because um, I'm, I'm very happy where I am. So, um, it, you know, it, it's always complimentary if people call you and inquire about your interests and things like that. But at the end of the day, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. So, um, and I, I, there's nowhere else I really want to be. So, Coach, nowhere else we'd rather have you be than being Logan, Utah. So thanks for your time. Great for, for what you're doing for uh, Utah State Aggie football and for the university. Uh, look forward to seeing you in week zero against UConn and uh, best wishes throughout the camp. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, you guys. You guys have a good one. Thanks, right. Coach. Thanks, Go Coach. Thanks, Coach. On Saturday with the scrimmage. Thank you.